Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode 84 of the Rocket Punch Cast. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Cameron Kearns, here, along with my partner in crime, Will Turkhurst. Hi, guys. What's, What's going, going on? on? I am vertical. I have yet to die. Um, Skyrim keeps trying to suck my soul away, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not allowing it, so it's it's been a brutal tug of war. Yeah, no, I, I definitely understand that. It it has been a little rough now we're it's december now we're getting into the calmer months now for people who are tuning in and have not um heard from us in a little while we just got done probably a week and a half two weeks ago with extra life the punishment we, game yeah 48 hours 49 hours let me correct myself here uh so that was a ton of fun but i think you know our last episode, episode 83, we talked a lot about um, all the stuff we did in Extra Life. I think we had a good time. I had a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. um, but now it's time we get we get a little bit of rest before we pick back up with some of the new stuff we're going to be doing. Well, tail end of this month, early um, in the new year in January. But um, other than that, you know, we had to take some time. I know I've been... I think all the sleep I missed out on on the Extra Life stream, like caught up... Like It's like, no, we're going to get that... Time back, so I've been like having ten-hour sleep days. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> well, for me, I know you, you. You may not have pulled that off, been able to. No, no, no. My body just had to shoot itself in the head and keep moving on. Oh, yeah, it's I, called work. We'll, we'll shed shed a tear for you. Will we shed a tear for you? Hey, man, that whole thing of having a full-time gig and not being on base. Oh yeah, no, I, I hear you. I hear you, but it is. Irregardless, Extra Life is wrapped up again. As always, if you don't know, you can still go to rocketpunchgo.com slash Extra Life. If you are still looking to donate, you can continue to donate to Team Rocket Punch and anybody on that list up through the end of this year. So don't feel obliged. If you missed us on Extra Life earlier, you can still go there and donate now. Now, I can tell you, if you're smart, you're going to go ahead and go to Team Will and ignore oh, everybody else. Lord, Lord, no. Team Cam. We've both got decimated by pinball undesirables, but still. Yeah, we need to do something about that. We should. Well, we're, plans are in the works. Look, man, we had to rest. That was a, 49 yeah. hours awake. That was a lot. Well, um, not totally awake. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Go check out our highlights. Um, not totally awake. You are correct about that one. But we're back in full effect. Get back into the rhythm of things yep. that we always like to do. I'll move the mic closer to myself so everybody can hear me. But... Let's jump back into the tried and true process we always go through. What have you been playing this week? Well, well, um, Hearthstone's back into full swing. I know how you. F- I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, for some reason, ever since BlizzCon and we, when we played the Kobolds and Catacombs thing, um, that single player experience, it really had me itching for some Hearthstone. Yeah, it, it, it even for me, like kind of kicked back. I hadn't played Hearthstone a lot, but. We, pl- we came back from BlizzCon and just in full force, like, man, Hearthstone's fun. Hearthstone's awesome. Oh, my God, I can't be playing this. Um, no, I mean, yeah. how's, how's it been? That's no, good. Um, getting my butt handed to me because I'm trying to get coins and finish these quests instead of actually fighting for ranking. So I'm uh, making stupid decks that are just like, I know I'm going to get destroyed, but quest. <laughs> Make sure you, I have to cast 50 priest spells. Let me yeah. stack a deck full of priest spells. You know you're disdain for hunters? Yeah. That's how I feel about priests. Oh, and really? Appara- and apparently, it. somehow, Siri got triggered in all of that. <laughs> <laughs> I, dude, I love, love priests. Love, I, I enjoy playing them. I just can't. I, I still have to get a good deck with them. I haven't played 
Yeah, okay. Thanks a lot, so. It's okay. Um, let me get two death wings ready. <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing. Is like, priests don't have a lot of powerful cards. A lot of their stuff is very low-cost mana. And, and for those wondering, how can you get two death wings on the field? Um, I somehow did it in our stream. When we played each other. Yeah. No, that was Mirror and the Fox. That's how you got two Death Wings on this. Look, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the point is two Death Wings. Yeah, you're right. There, there were two Death Wings. I'm not going to argue with you on that one there. It's okay. It's making me want to go back and rebuild my Paladin Dragon deck. Yeah, you did talk about that off mic. Yeah. So that's going to be a thing. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm curious to see how that's going to stack up. I have I finally built I built a Murloc deck for Paladins and I have my Merlin's fun, man. Merlin is fun. Um, I also have the elemental I have built a budget for all the people in the lingo out there. I'm um, a budget elemental mage deck, which is pretty cool. Pretty, yeah. Pretty happy we'll, that. We'll see how this uh, thing goes. But yeah, beyond that, yes, I mentioned I'm playing Skyrim um, on the Switch mm-hmm. and I somehow forgot that I had it on PC started playing on PC with all the mods and started playing with mods and so you're not playing Skyrim at this point you're playing another world that's got a Skyrim coat but it's now Thomas the Tank Engine instead of Dragons uh-huh. yeah, so yeah. you know, oh you know Sting things in, like that Sting in, Stig in chat says I'm not in the lingo but I too enjoy balancing my checkbook good, good for you Stig uh, <laughs> but it, actually talk to me about Skyrim for Switch, because God forbid, the game it's the game that won't die. Oh, no, no. Um, Bethesda will keep doing it because, well, it's Bethesda, and they're going to put a game no, on anything. They keep doing it because we keep buying it. People, everybody I, out there keeps buying the this game. This is only the second time I've bought this game. You're one of the, you're one of the few. All right, the first time I bought it, when it came out on PC, and okay. then, then I got all the DLC for that, and I, I played the story like a good little kid. And then, good. good job. And then I got Skyrim on the Switch because it was like, I would really love to take this with me everywhere. Of course. And then make sure you get it on PSVR because now you want to be in the world. Like you've already played the world multiple times. Oh wait, I did pick that up it. on that freaking Black Friday sale, didn't I? It was twenty bucks. Oh god. I yeah, guess. no, I did. Um, so yeah, no, I'm sorry. I have it three times now <laughs> because <laughs> I wanted it in 4K on my TV. Apparently. <laughs> Um, Stick and Chat does make a, make a good point. Um, Skyrim is kept alive by the modding community. Yes, they are. Uh, they yeah. are definitely obsessive, yeah. and it is awesomely fun to slay Thomas the Tank Engine. So, <sighs> among other things. I, I will give them credit because they did bring us um, the dragon with the Macho Man skin. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm coming. Like, macho Man's going to get you. Yeah, I, I'm, I'll give them that. I will give yeah. them that one. I, I did also enjoy the Macho Man stuff. But, I mean, you know, it is what it is. There's apparently a lightsaber mod for it. There's all kinds of stuff. Now, can, the mods aren't available on the Switch, are they? No, 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 no. God, no. Um, Switch runs it essentially like PS3 or 360 level graphics. Mm-hmm. Um, difference is it's, the texture sources are from the new version of Skyrim with the remastered graphics. Okay. Gotcha. So, you, you get some, it's kind of like a half step between OG Skyrim and current Skyrim. Does it run well? Yeah, I've not really had any frame okay. issues at all. Because that, that would be my one concern about that game on Switch is if it runs well. No, it runs fine, actually. I'm currently uh, sneaking through a cave um, using a bow and arrow and daggers to kill everybody um, because they're chasing after this chick in town. What's um, what, what's that whole phrase and saying, that meme they keep throwing out? Like, they're, um, nobody can say anything if there aren't any witnesses? 
Oh yeah, no, no, kill all of them. No, apparently your horse can witness you kill somebody, and that will put a bounty on your head. <laughs> <laughs> so then you have to kill the horse. <laughs> See the, a horse in a court of law, like uh, it was him, officer. He's the one. He shanked him. <laughs> I, I would enjoy seeing that. I would enjoy seeing that. Any other games? Um, well, I would have played some Elder Scrolls Online last night, but AT&T went down. Yeah, that's a, that's so, a story. Yeah, I would have played some ESO, but, you know, it is what it is. That is an interesting story in and of itself. But, no, I, I guess, jumping into games that I've played since you talked, you had your spiel. Yeah. I played a couple. Of course, played Hearthstone deep into that game. I think we've both got the, um, we're ready for, what, Cobalt and Catacombs? Yeah, When that comes out. Um, actually... This week, so as you record this, the new Hearthstone expansion will be out. I'm sure we'll be able to give full impressions on the not this week's episode, but next week's episode of Tang and, Tang and Spank. I'm sure we'll be talking a huge deal. I mean, God, think about Blizzard news. Tang and Spank, we've got <laughs> we've got Kobolds and Catacombs coming up, and then we've got yeah. um, Overwatch League. Overwatch League also. Um, the I think uh, Wing One of the Mythic Raid drops. This next week. Really? Yeah. That'll be oh. interesting. Oh, yeah. Sorry, auto mod. And yes, uh, Mr. Ed is a bastard and a snitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, He's auto good. mod caught that. Sorry. It's, that's not us. It's, it's, it's not us. We use it because people like to come in and drop nasty jokes. Oh, yeah. But um, been playing Hearthstone. Um Per the extra life stream, I started diving back in a little bit more into Horizon Zero Dawn. Got the Frozen Wilds expansion pack. I again revel in awe <laughs> at how big the um, open world is on that game. Because the expansion pack is only like a, a small. If you look at the map, it's a small corner of the map. But like I've only gotten probably a, th- a quarter, maybe a, almost a third of that map cleared out. Okay. And I could, there's a lot of space in there, so um, I'm really excited to dive more into that. But it's more, it's more Horizon Zero Dawn. The snow, I will definitely say the graphics and the snow physics are really cool. Like you, you see lumps of snow in it when you step in there. You'll hear the, you'll hear the snow crunch, and it'll actually leave correct footprints in the snow and distort the snow accordingly. Okay, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, but the um, it's basically Horizon Zero Dawn, at least from my scene right now. I did fight one of the new enemies. Oh, yeah? It's called the Frost Claw. Basically, think of it as a big-ass polar bear. Oh, good. Um, and you're basically on... You're climbing up this mountain, and you're on this ledge, and it's you and the polar bear. And one of their new little control tower things that disrupts um, some of the tech that you have on there. So, yeah. It was, it was pretty cool. It's pretty fun. I had a good time with it. Okay. Um, but definitely we'll give more insight into that um, as I go through that one. Uh, what else? Looking at my list here. What have, else have I played? I played a game and I beat a game. Okay. I played and finally finished Hellblade. Okay. Sin was Sacrifice. Didn't you say that was a lot longer than you thought it was? It was a whole lot longer than I thought it was. Um for people who thinking about Hellblade, trying it out, uh, I expected that game to be maybe a few hours. It was probably along the lines of a Uncharted single player campaign. 
So I'd probably say about eight to 12 hours, maybe a little bit more than that. Much, much as I started going, I like, I'm like, this is going to be the end. Nope. It's not the end. Okay. Oh well, crap. We got, there's more, there's more. And it really, really caught me off guard. Um, that game is good. I need, I need, need to figure out, I have plans to possibly do a review on it, but that game is very, very good. It tackles a lot of themes that you really don't see in the gaming industry or the gaming landscape as of late. Okay. Um, but I was really, really impressed at what they did, a small little indie studio like that did, and pulled off. So, uh, Ninja Theory, bravo, hands claps for that. Uh, they did a really good job, but had a lot of fun with that, wrapped that up. I was really determined to beat that, um, so check mark on that there. Then I also jumped into um, Destiny 2. Now, you already have Destiny 2 for PC. Yeah, I, I pre-ordered that, even though I tend to recommend not pre-ordering things because I end up being a sucker for bungee shooters. Yeah, it, 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 I, don't, I don't blame you. I ended up getting... I, I have the PS4 version, just like you. I don't have the PC version yet, though. I went ahead and jumped on the free trial. Just I happened to see it. Like I didn't. I think it was before they even announced the free trial. Okay. I was on my computer, and on the Blizzard app, it said Destiny 2, and it said play. And I'm like, wait, I haven't downloaded this yet. What's going on? So I clicked it, expecting it to be like the beta. Okay. Where, you, you know, you play that first little part, and then it's boom. Okay, they're going to cut you off and say, oh, go get the full game. Woo! Um, I wanted to bring this up because I was very pleasantly surprised at how their beta or not their beta, but their um, free trial is. Now, for people who don't know, if you're wanting to try out a Destiny 2, they have now a free trial on Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Any console, it's on there. You can try it. it basically, what it is, you can play up to level 8 in the okay. game. You can go visit the first two worlds, which is um, the European Dead Zone and Titan. And basically, that's that's it. Those are really the big restrictions. I don't think you can do any of the... No, I think you can do some of the Crucible stuff. I wouldn't advise it that low on level, though. But Well, actually, you'd be surprised. Um, Crucible is not too bad when you're low level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stick and chat says, Destiny, the in-game rewards of friendship. <laughs> Honestly, I put about 1,000 hours into Destiny 1, and the only reason I kept launching it was because I was playing with my friends. friends so, yeah. I mean, look... I don't need a whole lot to keep playing a game where I blow shit up. Yeah, don't, <laughs> Stig, don't worry. We will talk about Destiny here in just a few minutes. Yeah, that's um, going to be a thing. <laughs> but it, I was just really impressed with their um, free trial. You know, most of it you usually get like maybe a handful of levels, level three or four, and they cut you off at some good yeah. part. No, you can play the game, and even after you're done, if I'm not mistaken, you can continue to play through those two worlds mm-hmm. until you decide you want to get the new game. Yep. So I, I was really impressed uh, that they kind of came out with stuff like that. I was very, very happy. So I wanted to give Bungie some props for that. They did a good job. And by the way, sorry guys, if you hear some fan noise, apparently my laptop decided to spike to like 200 degrees for some reason. What's going on? What are you doing? Nothing. I have word garage band and Firefox open. This guy, man, he's trying to do everything. He, he, he does a lot of stuff. Don't, don't, don't hate him for that, but no, he's doing really good stuff. But no, I'm I mean, just uh, I'm stealing his internet. <laughs> you, boy, yeah, AT and T kind of screwed the pooch with you on that one, so I, I don't blame you on that one. Oh, there it goes. It's starting to cool off. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, but no, it. Um, I know it's probably been about a week and a half, two weeks since we've been back on the air, proper. 
With well, no, Rocket this Punch is the first week we're proper back. Like, yeah, we had Rocket Punch Cast last week and Tank and Spank, but this is the first one we were streaming again. And I think we had a lot of time to play games. Um, those are some of the big games that I played. Um, really excited in a weird way to get back into Hearthstone. Like I didn't expect that at the end of the end of twenty seventeen, but hell, who knows? I mean, well, we played card games when we were younger, so yeah. That's true. It's just it, now I I don't have to carry a deck. I can just carry my phone. Yep, and they cost just as much to purchase two. <laughs> yeah, they do. You want to buy a case? That'll be a hundred dollars. <laughs> but any other games you've been playing? Uh, no, I got one I will be playing tomorrow. What are you playing tomorrow? I'm gonna be streaming Assassin's Creed. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We'll we'll talk about that. Let's let's jump right into the plugs and everything we got to talk about because people watching and listening, if you did not know. This is the Rocket Punch Cast, where we talk, where groups of friends join around this table, talk about video games in the microphones. You can always join us live as we stream each podcast episode over at twitch.tv slash rocketpunchlive every Sunday at 7 p.m. If you can't join us live, it's totally okay. You can watch the archive of the videos afterwards, or you can listen to the podcast episode on podcast services around the globe on every Tuesday. Um, and usually, we try and get that out early in the morning because we... We want to make sure you have it on your ride home and whatnot. Guys, if you don't know who Rocket Punch is, you don't know what we're all about, you can always go to rocketpunchgo.com. That's going to be your place to find all of our content, all of our podcasts, our videos. Everything we do is in that one nice, quaint little spot for you to consume there. If you are joining us in Twitch um, live as we record the show on twitch.tv slash rocketpunchlive, you can always jump into the chat ask any questions you want during the chat and at the end of the show if we do have any we will answer them for you guys there no question is too big or too small for us to answer them for you so definitely if you're joining us live throw those questions at us we'll get them taken care of at the end of the show there um ooh, new items the new stuff that's coming up you know now, now that we're getting the calm down here I'm a little bit, we, we, get, we get to relax a little bit after extra life uh last month but going into here uh, first and foremost, Rocket Punch Live will be back fully proper. Will, you said, um, actually, if you're listening to this um, on a podcast, you've already missed the stream. But if you're watching via Twitch, don't worry. Go ahead and make sure you're following us on Twitch. We will be streaming uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, you said? Yes. Um, and then Wednesday night, at, this is going to be around midnight. I'm going to be, and it's E for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's what South Park, for. the fractured butthole. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to tune in that one. I'm having, it's only gonna be midnight, you know. I figured, uh, give me some time. I got the game cap back from Cameron's uh, cold dead fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Take it. No, and uh, yeah, no, I'm gonna. It's the Ubisoft week because I need to catch up on games before you know game of the year happens. Yeah, we're talking about that in a second. <laughs> it um, this Thursday, December the seventh. If you did not know, we will be um, there's the Game Awards will be streamed live on Twitch. Um, Will and myself from Rocket Punch, we will be doing a watch along. We'll actually be sitting down watching the, um, watching the show live on our Twitch channel. So definitely if you're looking for a place to watch it, come on over to twitch.tv slash Rocket Punch Live. Join us in here. You'll get some lovely, colorful commentary. Um, I'll bring snacks. I will also, br I will have bingo cards set up for us <laughs> to play. <laughs> We're going to, oh, it's Jesus. going to happen. We're playing, going to we're happen. playing Game Awards Bingo. All right, yes. that's it. I'm getting a six pack of beer. <laughs> we will be playing Game Awards Bingo. Do you like dark beer? I don't care. It's beer. All right, good. It's just, it's All right, I'm, I'm going to swing by uh, 
the place and get some beer. That's a silly question for you to even ask that. Hey, man, <laughs> I, I I know you like beer. I don't know which beer. Okay. okay. No, uh, no IPA. I have to have a, be in a mood for IPA. So. That's right, Stig. Yes, you are joining us live. <laughs> in, in, so um, definitely if you want to watch the Game Awards with us, uh, December 7th, probably starting around 7 p.m., a few minutes before the um, entire show goes live, we'll be streaming there. So swing on over, join us there. Will you brought you brought it up already, but we're going to talk about it proper. Game of the year, twenty seventeen, is slowly looming here at Rocket Punch. It's like the the moon in the the Majora's Mask that's coming down. That's a good way to describe <laughs> to this. Smiling like, hey, I'm ready for you. Are you ready? Um, we we have slowly been um, scratching out our Game of the Year twenty seventeen plans. If you did not know, if you've never. <laughs> Listen to our Game of the Year talks. Basically, we do something very similar to Rooster Teeth and those guys over there where we have our categories and we have lively debates. Quote, unquote. Uh, Yeah. As I remember last year, you and I essentially were the Bash Brothers (laughs) and wouldn't end it because they're like, no. Oh, no, because we wouldn't cave. Don't even get me started on that. Um, Uh, Well, no, I'm just saying, like, we refused to back down because we believed in what we were standing on. Agreed. And that's the whole point. But now it's it's us two. We're we're working to get some special guests in on some of the episodes. But um, we will be doing um, our game of the year. We normally start it in January because we like to wait until the end of the year before we start talking about the games that year. That's a novel idea. Yeah, it's weird, right? But what we also will be doing as well, something new this year, um, we'll, we'll be having a people's choice kind of categories. Um, basically, what we'll be doing is all of the nominees that we will have in our 10 categories, we will be also doing a people's choice version of those 10 categories and allowing you, the viewer, to vote. So if you are listening or watching, um, make sure, I think starting this upcoming Tuesday, so by the time audio listeners are listening to this, Swing over to rocketpunchgo.com. You'll be able to find a big page that'll have all of the nominees there. Um, I'm still trying to figure out how we're going to make sure voting works, but you'll be able to go there to vote on your nominees. And basically, we're going to have a People's Choice nominations and see what the people think is the game, their game of the year based on our picks. So Yeah. It'll be really, really interesting. But again, stay tuned for that. Make sure you keep your eyes glued to rocketpunchgo.com for more info on our game of the year stuff. And as usual as well, we will have our weekly schedule um, letting you know what's going to happen with all of our content this week over on rocketpunchgo.com. We haven't had a chance to get it worked out because we've been working on Game of the Year stuff um, as of this recording, but um, it will be up there this week. So if you're listening to this on audio podcast, you can always swing over there and get that information for you. Yeah. It's now time to talk about Patreon. Um, What? We have a Patreon? We do. Um, If you are loving the show, loving our content, you can always go to patreon.com slash rocketpunch. Go there, help support us. As little as a dollar, you can help donate to help keep the lights on, as we like to say. And you get exclusive content you're never going to see anywhere else. Bonus episodes, cool stickers, swag, all sorts of stuff. Um, We'll definitely let our Patreon members know we didn't forget that there was a missing November 2017 bonus episode of the Rocket Punch cast. It will be delivered. It it will be delivered here. Give us this week. Um, We will have it uploaded live for you guys. Just letting you know we didn't forget about it. We're going to get it up there for you. Just extra life sucked sucked a lot. (laughs) Now, I do have an idea, and this is weird. If we get to $1,000 a month on extra life, Mm -hmm. we should let people decide one thing 
that we wear for at least a day that has to be fully bedazzled. Oh, but, oh God. We'll, 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 we'll talk about Patreon rewards after the fact. I'm just oh, trolling. My God. Oh, my God. I, I, you know, I could rock a bedazzler, like, jean jacket. Yeah. It's just covered in bedazzled crap. I could do that. I could do that. I mean, hey, if we're raising a thousand bucks a month, then. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, why not? As long as it's not at work, they'll give me weird looks at work. Um, no, 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 just like when you go to the grocery store or talk to your family. <laughs> oh, yeah, they'll be like, uh, Kim, what are you doing? But no, um, we definitely want to give um, a weekly shout out uh, at one of our specific tiers. Um, if you're at that tier, we do um, give you shout outs on our podcast and content. So we definitely give a shout out to our regular, of course, we love to death, Chris Scott over at Credible Threat Gaming. Uh, we appreciate all the support he has given us as well yes. as all of our patrons over there. Um, if you did not know, you don't know who Credible Threat Gaming is, make sure to go to CredibleThreatGaming.com. They have a, they do a lot of YouTube streams. Uh, they've been streaming a lot of Destiny 2 lately and some PUBG. So definitely swing over to their website, CredibleThreatGaming.com, to check them out. Their streams are usually Tuesdays and Thursdays from 8.30 to 10.30 p.m. Central Time. Another thing that you'll find that they do like to play a lot is Rocket League. Yes, they do like a lot of Rocket League. So if you're interested in those games or more, definitely go check them out. They're definitely worth a good watch. So, Yarg. is that it? Are, are we done with the plugs? I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, no, think, we're good. I think we're ready to go. Let's dive into topic of the show. Now, if, if you're watching us, go ahead and strap in. Um, there is only one topic tonight, and it's a big one. Uh, and I think it, especially with some of the news, it's been a while. Like, we both agreed, Will. Like, it's it felt so long since we've talked about some of the news and kind of done mm-hmm. a rocket punch cast episode proper. Yeah. Um, some of the stuff has slipped by, but we're going to catch up on it. Um, tonight's topic is going to be about gaming communities. Oh, is that it? Yeah. You think it's something small, but no, it's a little bit something, something a little bit bigger. Now, is this the topic where we both talk, come out and talk about how we're running the new Dokken Battle uh, Rocket Punch episode? No. Oh, okay. That was supposed to be a surprise, and you ruined it for everybody who was tuning in. Um, no, I wanted to sit and talk about kind of some of the events that have been happening in the gaming landscape and really take a look at where the gaming community, like the community as a whole, not just individual ones and like where we're at and where we're headed. And we're going to do this, huh? Yeah, we're going to do it, man. You, look, man, we, we tackle the hard issues here at Rocket Punch. Um, Rocket Punch cast, where we yeah. decide to punish ourselves. <laughs> over and over again, every week for your enjoyment. Um, we said we were going to talk about Destiny 2. We brought that back up. Um, for yeah. people who do not know about the whole Destiny 2 debacle, there was a big issue about what if... Somebody did some testing and found out that the if you continually grinded through some like public events and whatnot, the mm-hmm. XP you got wasn't the it, same as what was being reported. It wasn't the same because it would degrade over time. Yeah. So it, I get why they're do, why some people would want to do that because it keeps it more of a level playing field playing field for the casual people. But those people that grind and no life a game, they kind of get screwed. Yeah, and the big issue was like it would tell you you'd have five thousand XP, but then you're really only getting like three thousand XP. Yeah, even though it's telling you five thousand, there was a really big uproar um, in the Destiny community about that. 
Bungie so much actually, so that they canceled the stream. Yeah, they the, canceled they the talking about Trials of Osiris. Uh, the the Curse of Osiris. Or, curse, sorry, expansion. Um, and they basically just put this huge blog about the state of Destiny Two. Uh, they talked about the XP issue and what they're trying to do do to resolve that. They talked a lot about their miscommunication. I mean, they got Luke Smith and Mark Noseworthy, who were some of the directors on the game out, talked a lot about um, the state of Destiny 2 and kind of some of the new improvements they're going to be implementing. Um, we will definitely put a link to that um, post that they did in our show notes. It, it, the, the gaming community reacted a certain way to that news. But when um, they heard the first news, when they... Um, Got when we got the state of destiny two post after the fact, yeah. Um, if for some reason you were a fool and you were hiding under a rock in the video gaming community, there was the Battlefront two debacle. <laughs> yeah, people <laughs> had the got early access to the game and they saw the uh, microtransaction implementations. And I mean, I'm I don't really have to talk much about that. We've talked about that at length. Um, Fortnite, Epic Games, um, is filing a lawsuit against a few cheaters of their Fortnite game, including a 14-year-old boy who was using hacks and cheats to... Um... No, not using. He was helped create them. Oh, he's helping creating them, too. And oh, boy. he was banned nine times on multiple different accounts. Mm -hmm. And Well, I, I know a lot behind that because I think I'm the one who sent you the article on that. I think so. Yep. Yeah, so we'll talk about that in a little bit because I think the little bastard deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> we will talk about it. And just like, there have been different views on that as well. And there's been so many more huge events. Uh, some examples, um, like just general developer communications, like when developers come out and talk about their games or don't mm -hmm. talk about their games and kind of the community's response to that. Um, another big one was the whole NeoGAF issue and debacle. And you mean how NeoGAF is finally dead? Yeah, and like everybody kind of transitioned over and over to a reset era. I guess that's how you say it. Yeah, and well, I mean, the whole purpose behind that is you know trying to have a clean and moderated community. Oh yeah, it good is luck. Just, there's so many different examples from this this year alone in 2017, and I just. I, I want to hear your thoughts first, Will, because honestly, I need. I, I I've been talking so much. I'm All not right. Try. Like what? What is? So let's what start is going on. For, let's start with the Fortnite thing because I, I know a good bit about what's going on with that. Yeah. Let me just um, you pick different topics. Like what so, is going on? So as far as the whole Fortnite debacle, um, you know, there's been multiple people that they've been. They're trying to keep the integrity of the game alive, essentially, and they're also required to protect their copyrighted. Um, content and aggressively pursue it by the law or if you don't protect it you will lose it yeah, yeah. it's whole reason blizzard had to sue these people who are running um, the unofficial wow servers and get them shut down and do the takedowns all of that happens because if you don't protect your copyright and your trademark you will lose it sure. so with that being said essentially um Fortnite, uh, the who uh, makes Fortnite again? Uh, Epic, Epic Games. Games. Epic yeah, Games. so those guys have just they banned this kid. Let's start with the kid. Okay. Um, a total of nine times. So that means he had nine different accounts. Um, his response uh, is not um, family friendly. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and flag that now. If you don't like it, plug your ears. His response um, summed up as "Eat my ass," and there's quotes around that. Um, to Epic Games every time they notified him. So, and by the way, that's in an actual document that's being filed as part of the suit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Holy crap. So, 
Yeah, they're suing him. And honestly, he deserves it because he was helping not only to cheat in the game, he was trying to subvert their mechanics and their systems. And I believe he was working with another company that is in charge of making cheat mods. Yeah. So as far as I'm concerned, sue the shit out of him. He and needs to be taught a lesson and be held as an example and be held account for his actions. And I guess now, should things be considered because he's a minor and his parents probably don't have that kind of money? Absolutely. Make it a payment plan for when he turns 18. <laughs> and, and I guess bringing this up is not even so much the story, but like focusing around the gaming community, there have been pulp again, as with all these topics and things. No, he is about, not geo hot. <laughs> <laughs> it, there's a lot of polarizing opinions on this. There are a lot of people that are like, dude, he, he had it's nine in the terms chances. Of you had multiple chances. You should be, you know, if they see you, guess what? You've kind of rolled yourself in on that. There are other people who are like, no, this is a 14-year-old kid. You shouldn't be punished for that. And that brings up the, you know, people have been talking and bringing up the quandary of, actually, this is kind of one of the first times somebody has actually enforced the fact that if you're cheating in our game, you we could sue you. Like, we have the capacity. Well, his he's not just cheating. He's helping make cheat software. So it, it, he's on that fine line. But also, I'm a firm believer uh, at this point of the choices you make dictate the life you lead. So if yeah. you choose to be a, a fuck-up, <laughs> that's the best way to describe Whoops. it. <laughs> then, you know. It, Guess what? That is what it is. Uh, he made his choice, and now he gets to deal with the repercussions of it. Yeah. If you're going to tell a big game developer who has more money and lawyers than you ever will um, to... I'm not going to say it again because then we'll have to flag this as explicit. We we know what you mean. Yeah. yeah um, we, we got you. Roll back to prior statement. Um, quoting this kid. So, yeah, it's one of those that for me, honestly. Uh, well, it, 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 again, not so much the issue, but just the fact on the gaming communities, how polarizing that is, but also taking it in like what's been going on with the gaming communities and us as a whole, like what the community of. I feel, I don't know if you felt this too. I don't know if you mm -hmm. felt it, people that are watching that. Just the video game community has just gone through a lot of ups and downs, especially since like probably the late summer, fall time frame with the, the microtransaction mess from like what feels like every game. And it feels like everybody has some opinions. But then when people try and when developers and whatnot try to communicate and see what they're trying to do, it's still like, no, no, no. But then yep. other people, this group of people are like, no, this is what we want. But then they're not realizing that, or maybe they are like, hey, it's going to break the game. It's going to do something like this. And it's, it's just, with all these events and these issues, like what is, I feel like the gaming community as a whole is in a very divided place than what it was last year. I would dare say even like the beginning of this year. And I, I guess... What your thoughts like? Is it something that? Am I the only one that's feeling this? Are you feeling this? What are you? What are your thoughts on what what's going on with the community? I, I feel like we're in a very weird spot. I, I think a lot of for a lot of folks, um, the people are over incessant pushing of a lot of the microtransactions and the loot boxes and all that stuff. Now, as far as the whole battlefront thing, I think it's going just too far. We're essentially locking progression behind the loot yeah, boxes. No, no, nobody's believe me. We're not going to go into so, the huge. No, no, I, I'm just saying. Like, I, I feel that's going too far. 
like a good example of that, of the opposite of that is Overwatch where everything's purely cosmetic. And if you want to win, you better uh, polish some skills. And I guess one of the big focuses in there is like just us as a community, I guess bring up the point of like when we see these things we don't like as a community, we always hear about people doing death threats and like going oh. to these random developers that happen to work at that studio and say, Oh, random EA battlefront two developer. I'm going to come to your house and I'm going to, you know, sl- stab yeah. you in your sleep and other et cetera, et cetera, things you're thinking about. And, or I'm going to come bomb your kid's house or something like that. Not even just like threats like that. Like looking at the bigger hole, like when we're seeing Things we don't like. Guess, uh, uh, give me a second. Let me get on my yeah. box here. Oh, soapbox mode. Yeah, here we go. Soapbox engaged. Um, I had I had a weird epiphany this week. I was sitting here, really thinking, hearing all this news this past week, and really trying to figure out like, what is the gaming community? It feels like it's at a very negative place right now. That's that's my point. Like we have these people doing all these death threats to these game devs when issues are going awry. We people themselves are so very vocal when devs do something that quote unquote messes up. End quote. Oh, you shouldn't have been doing stuff like that. But when you don't, but what's the point? One of the points I'm thinking. Number one is that. Where's that positivity? Like we, like not even just like, and, and I'm not, I'm not picking on just us as gamers, but like news outlets, outlets, journalists, and stuff. When there's, dude, when Starfront, when Starfront Battlefield Two screwed the pooch, every son of a bitch was on that, on that train, dude. We had CNN, we had like <laughs> financial analysts on this. Yeah, they, they lost three billion dollars in stock. That's what value. I'm about. and it. But when we have something positive in the community, like where are people talking about like the able gamers community? So, or other, other so stuff? what you're saying, what you're pointing out is a societal problem. Negative content drives ratings. When we have, and not even just talk about that. Well, like, no, I'm just saying, yeah. but so as far as all that goes, like, Oh, Hey, this thing messed up and people love watching someone else's life fall apart. And that's what a lot of this is. At least that's the way I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, look, I have no sympathy for you. If you mess up and the community calls you on it, you deserve it. You don't deserve to ha- have your lives threatened. You don't deserve your ha- fam- have your family messed with or any of that. But if you mess up and do not do good work, then guess what? That's on you. Yeah. Now, that being said, if people are doing great things for the community out there and say they're getting people together and they're either raising money for uh, children's hospitals, they're like extra life. If you're going out and doing Habitat for Humanity and you're building homes for people like that's good quality stuff. And that should be, you know, talked about to get more people involved. But I feel like it's more of the whole issue with 24 hour news cycle. The entire issue with the 24 hour news cycle is that there's constantly they got to fill the airtime. So how do they want to fill it? It is with garbage. Bad. Unfortunately, there's more bad than good. And, and and that's a good point. Like, how come Extra Life and the huge amount of money? I think it was another record year for Extra Lifers that helped donate money to Children's Miracle Network hospitals. Why wasn't that on CNN or Fox News or in MSNBC as opposed to 
Star Wars Battlefront 2, people think it's gambling and they're trying to steal money from the kids and blah, blah, blah. And the, well, not only that, like, not even just talking about that, but stuff like when people are getting, even more just the gaming culture. We hear so many stories now of um, female game developers, minority game developers, stuff like that. They're getting bullied online for their games, for making a game, for not making a game, for not doing something right. People get up in arms when you have a, a character that's not a guy on screen or somebody tries something new and different and it's just like this, this is stupid, da 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 And just really what like when when devs try to give feedback when mm-hmm. when a lot of devs are open if it's not exactly what that group of people or the, the gaming community stuff wants to hear nope they're they're not about it when <clears throat> again with journalists and news sites when we hear these huge breaking stories they're always about negative news and i understand the news thing and maybe a little bit of a quandary and stuff is there but again i think it feeds into the gaming culture in the unfortunately where I feel it's at right now. And I really just, because I was really thinking about this. I'm like, one of the things in the epiphanies that I had is that you don't see this type of interaction in any other medium, entertainment medium, movies, TV show and music. There's never this type like gamers want all this access. And I, I feel like sometimes gamers just like, I just want to be, I want you to have a camera in the development studio so I can watch exactly what you're doing 24 hours a day on Twitch. So when you're screwing something up, I can go ahead and tell you right now, stop what you're doing. Just go ahead and remove the loot box from the entire equation or whatever. Like they shouldn't be jumping that high. They should be jumping this far when that is not, there is no other entertainment medium that works like that at all. You, you don't hear movie fans running up and busting down Disney uh, or, you know, Marvel Studios to see, hey, that Avengers Infinity War trailer was totally messed up. You guys are screwing this movie up. We need to make sure the fans are here at every turn to make sure this movie comes out great. And yeah, like, no, I get what you're saying. It's just it's like, but with this, I feel like with this, is it cool that we have this access? I think to a certain degree, yes, because we can actually give some feedback especially when developers are asking for it because I know that games themselves are very in like very hands-on movies, TV shows, music you listen to you're very passive in those, but with video games, you are very active in that. And part of what makes a video game great is not necessarily not always what, how it looks, but how it feels when you're playing that game. True. So I get having that access, but I feel like is there, Asking the question, do you think there's a chance that us as a gaming community, we are abusing some of the powers and access and abilities that, and the power that we have as consumers in the industry with all of this negative stuff about bullying and death threats and the vocal minority, as we always like to describe it. Like, do you think yeah. we're, do you think that us as a gaming community, we're taking things too far, like I said, really injecting too much of the negative and not enough of the positive in the community. Well, yeah, but also the community is going to reflect on what is actually going on. Or, sorry, but what is being posted about the community, you're going to see a lot of that stuff regardless because there are still going to be the drags of society. But as what they were saying, like the whole satanic era, like, yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. Uh, uh, pinball... 
undesirables in chat makes up a good point. You know, he doesn't think that's true. There are toxic fandoms all over the place. For example, look at Rick and Morty. There are awful fans out there who blame anything that they don't like in the show or the women who write it for it. Yeah, actually, Pinball, that's a great point of bringing it up because the whole Szechuan sauce debacle. Yeah, like, how the fans just went nuts on that. Yeah, like going into McDonald's restaurants that didn't have any, and they were like basically holding them up, yelling for no reason for a sauce that popped up for what? All of 30 seconds in a Rick and Morty episode? I love, like, I'm all down for Szechuan sauce too, but like, Calm that down. was a huge it's deal. Be all right. McDonald's had to pull it out. Or basically, I, I don't know, they haven't decided on when they're going to release it. No, they haven't. They, haven't. they haven't just it. said they're going to. Yeah, but in, 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 I, I don't disagree that there aren't toxic communities and toxic fandoms all over the place, um, not only just in the video game community, but I guess just in the last couple of months, it's felt so, it's worn me down, Will, I'm going to be honest with you, Will and viewers and everybody listening, me personally, it's really worn me down. I just, if, the every time I see about, it gets really depressing about people losing their jobs, whether a game was good or not, and people coming in saying, ah, oh, you should have lost your job, that game was crap, or... Well, uh, yeah, I mean, like, look, just because you're not doing a good job doesn't necessarily mean that you need to lose your job either. Yeah. There's coaching, or there's ways to develop when, people. When developers are being told horrible information about, because they're they're working on their vision of their game, their game a certain way, and they're hoping people will like their vision. And then before the game's even in their hands, people are like, no, this is crap, da-da-da. When we, we everybody jumped on the bandwagon for Star Wars Battlefront 2 and the microtransaction stuff, but how many people were talking so, so vocally about Extra Life or even what, like a lot of the charitable stuff, taking Destiny 2, people jumped on because... We're being bamboozled for our XP, but what about all the charitable things that the Destiny 2 community as a whole has done? Nobody, you barely hear anything about that. If you hear anything at all. And it just, it, it wears me, and me personally, it's just, it wears me down. And I, like, I, I don't, I, if, if I have to, <laughs> I'm being, Cameron's being real on the mic and on stream here. If I have to hear and talk about a, another conversation about how some developer didn't get microtransactions right, I'm going to throw up. It just, it's going to make me sick because what it, it going, how, what have we talked about? Star Wars Battlefront two, Forza horizon, Forza motorsport seven, uh, shadow of war. Um, oh God, those are three that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, four, no, they don't do, they don't do blue boxes yet, but they will. And just there's a huge list, and it felt like every time a game or a developer came in and was like, "We're gonna just the mention of the word loot box." Oh my god, I'm gonna lose my crap. You can't have loot boxes in your game. But when I I I could safely say I feel like I could safely say that a lot of people in a lot of gamers don't fully understand the economics of video game development as a whole. A lot of people don't understand how many millions of dollars it takes to make a game. And it's just, if you're going to do a big budget title, it, it is basically just like, I want, I feel like us, like game, the gaming community, the community as a whole is I want the biggest game. I want to, I want a game the size of the Witcher three fallout four legend of Zelda, breath of the wild and horizon zero dawn combined combined for under 60 bucks. That'll never be profitable. It, 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 but, and, then, and then it's just like, 
nobody bats an eye when that's if they a game a studio tries to do that and then the studio closes down. And then they're like, oh man, well, you, and, and, and we've heard it before. You shouldn't, you should have charged more for the game. I would have paid more for the game. That I'm like, you know, I, you know, people that we're gonna buy this game, but then it comes out and nobody follows through, and then they wonder why their favorite developer, Rip Visceral Games, um, Ouch. goes away. Yeah, that does yeah, hurt a little bit. It, it um, does. Uh, yeah, no, it, it's a bad situation no matter which way you look at it. Ooh, Stig, uh, Stig posts a link in chat. I'm, we'll have to look at that later. Um, actually, if you want to pull it up, you can. I don't know. If you... Well, I'm actually trying to adjust auto mod because it just messed up what um, Steven from Pinball and Desirables is trying to share. Yeah. yeah. So I'm dealing with that. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're cool. I'm actually going to look at the link here as we're, for people who are listening, I'm like, what link? We'll, we'll take the link. If it's good, we'll post it in the show notes as well. Um, it's just, I don't. Uh, Pinball says in chat, isn't that part of the problem though? Do we really want the biggest game? Indie darlings have done very well. And I agree. Like it, it just, it's just that, that mentality overall, especially with this open world fatigue, quote unquote, that we've people are saying that industry has been having lately is that every, it feels like every, everybody as a whole, everybody's wanting these huge sprawling open world games running at 4k 60 frames a second. And, you know, with these huge exploratory narratives that they can get two, three, four hundred hours of gameplay out of, but they want it for a fraction, 60 bucks or a fraction of that or 50 bucks or $40 Ah. or something like that. And that's just not like understanding that, like, I don't, I guess I'm not saying that you don't have to want something, but like keep your expectations realistic and like, especially for me. As a fan, a fan of video games, that's why I'm one half of a group that does a podcast on this every freaking week, it is coming in and I feel like I, even before this podcast and before we did this, I feel like mm-hmm. I've learned a lot about the video game industry. Not everything per se. I think there's a, a whole of a lot more, especially in the game development realm that I could know more about. But And I, I when I approach a game, I understand like, I'm not expecting a game to last forever. We talk, I talked about Hellblade. I finished that game. I paid mm-hmm. 30 bucks for that game. I thought it was going to be less than what you it got. was good. Well, what I got, and I got eight to 12 hours of a great experience. I'm going to, I'm going to dig up some old bones here. No man's sky. I think we were one of the few people that set our expectations properly on that game. And when it came out and there was this huge debacle over it, we weren't disappointed per se. No, I was disappointed with uh, Sean Murray's team about the, and their lack of communication, but I knew what I was getting going into it because it was like that trailer looks cool and all, but I don't think that's what it's going to be. And yeah. it ended up just being a space exploration game. And I'm okay with that. And I never went, I still have the game. I'll still play the game from. Time I bought to time. it digitally. I yeah. mean, yeah. <laughs> I have it on disc. But like, there were times where people were like, "Oh, trade that game in." I'm like, "No, I, I really had fun with the game. I like the game." You know, is that stuff kind of crummy? Yeah. Did I buy the game at full price? Yeah. But <laughs> you know what? I wish I bought physically. No. Mass Effect. Oh yeah, I bought that digitally too. <laughs> yeah. See, but yeah. it, the it, risk of digital. It, but it. I just don't, I guess me thinking like, where do we, we, we've talked a lot about the problems and I just chat, you guys let me know if I'm the only one who feels this way. I just don't, it's been so negative. So just, ah, 
if I have to hear, I, I want to hear, where's that positivity? Where's this extra life stuff? Or where's this like new studios created going to create this new game? I feel like that's being drowned out by all this microtransaction loot box scenario stuff that we've had for the last three mm-hmm. to six months. Um, but I, other question, just throwing it out there, like, what can we do? What what can I, I guess not? I'm not going to sit here and ask you, the viewer, the listener, or Will or myself, to give us like the we want the end all be all answer, like the play by play. Yeah, but like, what are things you think that maybe it's something that in order to get it going, it starts here at Rocket Punch. Like, what can we do to kind of wash away this taste of negativity? Because my other concern as well is that. What if you're a new and upcoming person who's not never been a gamer and never played a game and you're diving into this community and you're like, man, I'm a big Star Wars fan. There's this new Star Wars game that came out. Mm-hmm. What's going on with it? And then you go ask your friends who are gamers and you go into the community and all you hear about are these loot boxes and they're predatory. And then people go on these rants like video game developers are trying to take your money and they're, they're, it's 60 bucks, but then it's not 60 bucks because you're going to pay more for this game. Da 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 da. And they're just trying to be greedy and the corporate overlords and EA and rah, 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 and I want money and stuff like that. Like, and then it puts that person off. They're like, I don't want to play games anymore. But isn't the whole point of playing video games is to bring more people in? So, like, what, what can we do? What, what, what is available to us to try and bring a more positive and insightful and more educated, in my opinion, um, light into the video game community. Don't be trash to other people. Step one. <clears throat> um, beyond that, instead of just uh, calling somebody out on something, if you're going to, you know, say, give constructive feedback, offer mm-hmm. a solution. Okay. So be like, hey, I don't like how that was done. Maybe we could try it like this. General basic things for feedback. Um, it, it, it's so crazy because so many developers have those tools in place, like forums and whatnot are there. It's just that people use them so irresponsibly. Well, and part of that is also going to be Reddit communities. Like, let's let's talk about that because a the Reddit community kind of, and that was part of what Stephen uh, was trying to post in the chat was that link about the whole hey, you know the Reddit community helped brought a light onto the scummy practices behind Battlefront 2. At the same time, the Destiny subreddit is absolutely full of hate and salt. And so it's one of those, like, if I want to talk about playing Destiny, I'll text some people, I'll do whatever, but I will never go to that subreddit because it's just a salt-fueled nightmare. Mm-hmm. And so for certain things like that, it's just like, okay, cool, I know to not go there anymore. Yeah. I used to go there all the time, and then it turned into people who were just like, oh, bungee this, bungee that. And it's like, guys, come on. Like, Everybody's so steeped in the problem. Like, why don't what are what are people doing to offer suggestions to Bungie? So yeah. that because Bungie, one of the couple of devs that will act, they listen. Yeah, they're listening to gamers, and when you are saying like. When a lot of people are saying this doesn't feel right, this doesn't feel right. There, when a lot of people said there's not really an end game, guess what? They provided solutions in their state of Destiny Two post to try and say, "Here's what we're doing for end game." And guess what? They actually did something that I wanted out of them last year, and the year before. What was that? They give timelines. Yeah, like, 
We like, never got that. Quantifiable data is like, hey, we expect to try to have this done by this time. Yes. Hey, it's not all going to be done right now. But at least, hey, check this out. We're going to have X amount of time to work on this. We're going to be bringing this feature. They're going to be bringing strong, like actual, like, oh, guess what? We're making, we're going to bring the idea behind the whole, um, the elite uh, strikes. Yep. They're going to be bringing that stuff back. And it, it, was, like it was so good to see people sit there and go, yes, I love this communication. Continue to keep it up. And because that was their big, I know we've talked about it. One of their big flaws in the things we dinged them on last year was their lack of communication. Yep. And I, I really, I really just, I guess me just looking like, what can we do? What can I do to, what can you do? What can we do to help make the gaming community something that, I don't think necessarily it has to be all sunshine and rainbows because I believe that. No, I mean, if there's things that need to be worked on, people got to be told about it. Exactly. But I think that there are better ways to approach it other than I'm going to come to your house and kill you because you put loot boxes in Starfront or in Star Wars Battlefront 2. You, you see, exactly. See, that's what, that's, that's what hurts me. That's what hurts me is that when I have to read and every time I see gaming news and it's just like, oh my God, there's a huge another development in the story. First off. Someone tells me that my my first response is bring it on, give it a shot, <laughs> show up. This is where I live. So the Tony Stark Iron Man three approach. That's what you. Yeah, except I might have a shotgun pointed out <laughs> of each window. I'm not gonna be sitting in bed and be like, oh man, this is really great. You know, they get blown up. No, it's gonna be ready and waiting. Let's go. Yeah. No, um, then you file a police report and uh, yeah, of course, turn them in. what I guess one of the other questions as well, thinking of like. This is more philosophical. I doubt. I don't know if we'll ever I, have an answer for this. I, I think there's already an answer out there. You remember that thing called the Golden Rule? Do unto others. I think some people may have forgot about that. Uh, well, I mean, that's like asking people to get on the payload, but still. But like, really asking, what what do we what do gamers really want? What's going to satisfy? I, I don't satisfy think gamers us? really know what they want, and that's the problem. I think they have. I, I think Steve Jobs had the best approach to this. You don't know what you want. I know what you want. And de- developers just have to be able to stand up and say, you guys really have no idea what you're asking. We do know what you're going to want. We're They're, they're the guys it. making the game. Like they're They know the... what happens behind it. And it's not necessarily, I wouldn't necessarily say that people don't know what they want, but like people, People are so stuck, and I understand like money's a big deal when you when you press people on money when money's involved is a huge deal. Well, like when especially when people are you know they're having to cough up money, they're now invested in this. They're like, well, hang on, uh, you know. So I get that. Like, what if 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 if, a dev- if developers came up to me and said, Cameron, guess what? Development costs are more than they've ever been. We've got to figure out a way for pay for these funds. We want to bring you the best experience ever for your your Xbox one X or your PlayStation four pro or whatever. And we want, in order to do that, we're going to have to want to do one of two things. Now we can continue to pay. You can pay $60, continue to pay that price. It's been the same price for years now, but we're going to introduce these microtransactions. You don't have to pay for them, but some people may pay for them and that'll help supplement costs. So that way we can bring more devs on the team, right? More artists, more coders and whatnot to fix bugs and whatnot. Because man hours cost money. Exactly. Now, the other option we can do is now instead of $60, we won't do the microtransactions and loot boxes. We'll give you all that stuff as it's released, but we're going to have to charge you 70 bucks 
$75 for the game instead of 60 I mean, there were some N64 cartridges back in the day that were 100 bucks. Yeah, very true. And so, so like if if you're asking if you're asking me that, I'm totally totally not opposed to sitting there and saying, "Okay, I'll I'll pay 70 bucks for games." Because I like, understanding that there's give and take like I'm, I'm not I'm, I don't want every game to be the Witcher 3 I've had I loved Hellblade I've loved uh, Little Nightmares uh, twitch.tv slash Rocket Punch Live is a really great stream um, it, it, I, I love those smaller games too just like Pinball said in chat so actually I just looked up a thing or game cost and Giant Bomb actually has something that is fairly a good idea they adjusted them for inflation so NES games from 1986, uh, thirty to fifty bucks back then. It's sixty to a hundred dollars now. Yeah. All right. SNES, fifty to sixty bucks. Eighty to a hundred bucks adjusted for inflation. N64, fifty bucks. Uh, I've seen some that were over ninety, and they're seventy bucks now. By so because they were cartridges, but yeah. Yeah. Whereas PS2 was fifty bucks, then it was sixty three forty one. So, and that's adjusted for inflation in twenty ten. So, just to give you guys an idea of how much things cost now versus then, because the dollar isn't as strong as it used to be. That's true. So, Stiggin Chat says your sharks are most of um, maybe worth looking up sharks and whales in context of gaming. Your sharks are most of your buyers, but your whales are what supports your franchise. And it's very true. Yeah, the sharks and the whole whale aspect of when you have those. Um, microtransactions, you know, it most, most smart companies, they're not looking for their entire player base to buy something. They're, you know, they're hoping that if, if, if I have a hundred like people, a, they're hoping like if we can get like that three to 5% of people spending money on microtransactions, guess what? We can have enough money to fund like destiny Two. <clears throat> they created the Eververse specifically to get microtransactions so they can yep. build more, um, fund the, um, expansions and whatnot. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> fair enough, Stig. There you go. Please. Oh, Overwatch loot box is $160. That's a lot Shame of money. You don't even want to know how much money Cameron just spent on Hearthstone cards. It's really bad. <laughs> um, yeah, but how often do you do that? Yeah, exactly. It's so. very true. And that's the point. That's what they want. And I guess what's the big thing is I'm okay with that. I'm okay that yeah. if if a game has loot boxes and microtransactions and if it's something that I'm interested in, I'm okay with giving them the extra money. And I don't know why, as a community, kind of one of those things with the community, we're jumping on the bandwagon that microtransactions are bad. They're not bad. The way that they are implemented can be bad. Yes. Well, I mean, I keep going back to this, but Overwatch, it's all cosmetic. If you want to win in that game, you got to be good. Otherwise, you know, it is what it is. Ooh, hey, Symmetra looks different now. <laughs> Nine ninety nine, you get ten loot boxes. Yes, yeah. uh, I mean that's literally what it is. So, but I just don't. Or you can get the Battlefront approach where progression is locked behind loot boxes. Oh man, Seth told us about that. I was, oh, it made me sick. That made me really sick. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad I didn't buy that game. Yeah, now. go go listen to episode 83 and listen to Seth talk about Star Wars Battlefront 2 and it just oh man, my stomach turned when I was listening to that. But it um Stig brings up a point I, I in chat. I think folks are very sensitive about gaming becoming a financially exclusive hobby. 
It, I mean, it, yes and no on that one because the indies are actually keeping prices low. So, as an example, like Hellblade, thirty bucks. In in a world where people meet on Discord instead of the Sandlot, money becomes a sensitive issue. It, I agree on that. I think one of the big points is that all hobbies cost money. Yeah, everything does. I, it, even taking it out of the gaming landscape, if I were, if I loved cars, I would have to spend money to go and get a car, and then go and build it back up, and get an engine, and get an exhaust, and get all this other stuff as well to build it up then pay money to go to an auto show and do stuff like that because I love cars. Yeah. And I guess that's my view on that is so it, that's the point of hobbies. That's why people, we have these little universes, whether you're a it's, car enthusiast or a video game enthusiast or a comic enthusiast. Or firearms because that's a thing as well. I mean, and that look, costs money too. Yeah. Uh, guys, guess what? Anything in, in life costs money. Eating costs money. Yep. Um, unless you're the farmer that raised it and that still costs your time, which is money. Yep. Time is money, friend. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it, I guess I, my thing I would tell everybody is, you know, if, if, if you're a gamer, you love games like we do, like go do something positive. I know one of the big things we do each year is extra life and we make it a big deal. Yeah. Uh, um, as big of a deal as we can. And I, I've, I've really like, I want us as rocket punch, really thinking about doing more positive stuff in the community, in the gaming realm, not only just here locally, but maybe as far as we can reach to, because I think that like we can, I think us as a gaming community, we can do better. I think these last couple of months have just been hopefully kind of low points in the community. Um, Knock on wood. I just really want us to, we can, we can still run into bad things and like call people out on their BS when it, we see it, but also figuring Konami out like, look, getting rid of Kojima as an example. Oh, no, don't get me started. <laughs> it, but not just saying like, you should go die, but like, dude, we really don't like what you're doing here. If we might offer a suggestion, maybe yeah. go this way, maybe do this or, or even, even, even in the better light, I think more that would be more refreshing to me is, Hey, guess what? You know what? You're doing a great job implementing this. Keep it up. Like everybody needs to follow your example. It's a great template for what you're doing for X as game development. I think that I just think we need to get more more into that, man. So what you're saying is positive feedback needs to be as prevalent as constructive. Yeah. Agree. Yeah, I can respect that. But you know what, Cameron? I'm going to come to your house and kill you. No. Because <laughs> I didn't make the game right. Oh, my no, God. No, you didn't. That oh, text adventure game you were making for class, I'm disappointed. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me roll my eyes as hard as I can. But, no, it, you know, that's the big thing I would say. Just make like, go do something positive yeah. in the gaming community. Definitely. Um, any any final tidbits or nuggets of knowledge? Yeah. Um, guys and gals uh i know it may be kind of hard to believe but on the other side of your keyboard is another human being so think of it like this what if that was your grandma on the other side of that would you treat them the same way true that's all i got (laughs) gonna bullet point done yeah i I mean that that's it (laughs) stick says lies you weren't real (laughs) i don't know i'm right here right now what's up 
And I'm wearing my uh, freaking shirt as well. There you go. Because, you know, SR71 Blackbirds don't get enough love. I, I almost changed my shirt, but I think it's very quaint that I'm wearing the Coexist shirt as we talk about gaming communities. And <sighs> that's a big one we didn't even talk about. The, the video game wars. Look, guess what? It's it's real. I You can have an Xbox and a PlayStation in the same household and be okay. I know, that's um, a, <sighs> no, you want to go even further? We there in this house right now. He's got a PC, a PS4, an Xbox, and a Switch. Oh, oh calm, <laughs> calm down, man! You're gonna give me a heart attack. Calm down. That, that, that's oh, not and possible. a Mac. It's and not Mac. possible. Not possible. No, guys. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to episode 84 of the Rocket Punchcast. Uh, we appreciate everybody on Twitch who's watching from home. We also appreciate everybody who's listening on their podcast service of choice. Um, guys, remember, as always, you can go to Rocket Punch Go. Com. You can always find all of our content there. Consume every little bit of it as mm-hmm. well. Uh, Will, I, I'll, I'll let Will go ahead and explain. Hey, if you're listening via audio and you really like this audio, what can they do to help out the audio version of this? Um, Maybe rate and review us on your podcast services of choice. Yeah. Since that be- has become my shtick as of late. Yeah, it has. And I'm going to let you ride it all the way until it wears hey, out. Look, all I got to say is I am no mercy. I don't have mercy. <laughs> Rate and review us. Let us know where we're messing up. Let us know where we're doing good. And give us the feedback. That's the only way we're going to grow. Most definitely. Most definitely. Any as, as we said at the top of the show, guys, don't forget, Game of the Year 2017 is coming out. Hopefully by the time audio listeners are getting this, you'll see our stuff over on our website. So definitely be ready for that. Um, we're really excited. Always have fun with Game of the Year. Um, we'll be starting that in January, but our People's Choice stuff will be going out there as um, on there, we've got the um, Game Awards Watch Along. Make sure December 7th, this Thursday, 7 o'clock, over at our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Rocket Live. We'll be watching the Game Awards. Come join us, hang out with us. We'll chat, have a grand old time with it as well. Um, anything else I can't think of, man? Guys, but to wrap this up, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you guys consuming our content. And until next time, farewell. Bye.